0: You're listening to Tech Talk Central. This is Venetia Kiritsi from Mobile World Congress, where we're broadcasting live, and I'm sitting with Mr. Brendan O'Brien, co-founder of Aria Systems, and we're going to talk about connected cars and all the various services that are now going to be available to consumers and how we're going to be billing for them. Hi, Brian. Oh, sorry. Hi, Brendan.
1: <laughs> I get that a lot. It's totally fine. Uh, when you have O'Brien as your last name, it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, it's great to be here. Nice to, nice to chat with you. Um, so yeah, as you said, uh, the connected vehicle world, and by the way, I do like to call it the connected vehicle world as opposed to connected car, because we have to consider industrial and farming vehicles as well. And actually, when it comes to connectivity, there's actually a lot more traction and a lot more movement on that industrial side than there is on the consumer side, not 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 the consumer side isn't moving, but industrial has been moving hard and fast for a little while already. Um, Yeah, when it comes to connected vehicles, it really falls into a couple of different buckets in terms of the business models that come out of it. One is alternative ways to get people behind the wheel of a car. Think you know beyond traditional sale or lease. Uh, in the United States, you have Zipcar as an example. Zipcar, you know, people can rent by the hour or by the mile driven, or they can subscribe for unlimited amounts of driving over a monthly period or an annual period. So alternative ways to get people transportation as a service, if you will. Uh, and then the second bucket for connected vehicles from a new business model standpoint are all of the add-on services that can come about as a result of connectivity on top of a vehicle that is traditionally bought or leased. So things like onboard entertainment services or uh, geofencing to prevent a car from being able to be driven more than N miles from home when my Teenagers driving it or so forth, So these two buckets are sort of the primary buckets for for connected vehicles Um, And then the third um, if you are an automobile manufacturer uh, the third sort of add-on bonus bucket is suddenly having streams of data that tell you exactly who your customers the drivers are and where they go what they do which automobile manufacturers have never seen before they, they sell through dealer networks they don't even know who their customers are much less get visibility into their usage patterns suddenly thanks to connectivity this data is flowing into the OEMs and they're able to make wiser product decisions for the long term and provide very targeted marketing and customer care so there's a lot of monetization opportunity in this world
0: well as you said uh, car manufacturers for years were way off marketing to men and then suddenly they realized that in the families most of the time the decision to buy the car was the moms or the wives and then they started marketing to to women and automatically you saw the you know 10 foot tall models with bikinis change to <laughs> soccer moms in a more realistic image of everyday life so let's go to the nitty-gritty of every day so aria systems let's give a a real world example of we have a connected car um you have a deal with a major manufacturer and as you said you have all this quality data that is giving you that is giving the the manufacturer a, a, a very clear picture of who exactly is buying their car who is using it because sometimes that might not be the same person um, when we're talking about a parent for a college student or what, what have you, um, uh, how they use it, what they like doing with it, and what they like doing in it, right?
1: Yeah, so um, look, it, again, from the standpoint of an automobile manufacturer, what, what, have, what have they done for, their, for the generations that they've been around, right? They, they, they're a big iron manufacturer that sells or leases a vehicle through a dealer network, and that's all they know. And so now that this connectivity world comes along, the connectivity world lends itself to alternative necessities around monetization and billing. How how do I do it? They have no infrastructure or institutional understanding of how to do that. Um, So they start to turn to companies like ours. Um, And uh, I'll give you an example, if I will, if I may. So uh, Audi. Um, Audi is one of the first entrants into this market, uh, and they have a product called Audi On Demand. And basically, it's like a luxury version of the Zipcar model that I talked about before. You have an app. um, You can either pay a regular monthly fee for a a fixed but limited set of access to any Audi vehicle, and or you can rent one on demand and actually just pull up your app and say, "Okay, I want uh, this sports car or this sport utility vehicle, and I want it dropped off at this location, and I'm going to need it for the weekend or I'm going to need it for an hour. Um, and this is doing very, very well for them. And a lot of other manufacturers are following suit with some version of something like that. Now that falls into that transportation as a service bucket that I talked about. So that's one new model that they need to know, you know figure out how to bill for. Um, another example on the Add-on services uh, model is uh, Subaru. So Subaru is going to be coming out with their Subaru Link product uh, fairly soon, and it's going to bill for a whole bunch of add-on services, uh, like onboard entertainment, like roadside assistance, like uh, uh, intelligent roadside assistance, geo fencing, which is you know, again keeping your teenager from going too far. Um, so uh, we're seeing we're seeing both things come into play and 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 have customers now in both buckets. Um, it's. It's not an easy leap for an an equipment manufacturer. This is a very foreign world to them. Uh, So uh, some of them are being more cautious than others. They all, uh, as you and I said when we were chatting before the interview, uh, this is a bandwagon that we're seeing them all uh, at least talk about jumping on. Um, A few have jumped, a few are preparing to jump, and a few are talking about jumping. (laughs) A lot actually remain talking about jumping, but they haven't left yet.
0: Exactly, and a few are just right above the cliff and they don't know if they're going to you know take the take the step. Um another interesting thing, uh, well first I want uh, I also want you to tell us how exactly aria is going to solve that problem for them and how it's, it's going to help them. But another thing is um you talked about the two buckets and one uh maybe falls into uh the one bucket or it's an entirely third bucket. Is this concept um, that we're hearing from Elon Musk where Teslas are going to uh, take you where you need to go, you're going to own them, but you then can also have them work for you where they're going to be sort of like, I don't want to say Uber, or they're going to be an employee where when you're not using the car, it'll be able to be leased or used as a taxi and generate revenue for you. So is that something that ARIA can also help with when it's not a manufacturer, a big company, when it's individuals, and is that a third bucket or a second one?
1: So I would say it's actually in the first bucket, right? It's still transportation as a service, and the way I define it as generically as I can is anything that gets somebody behind the wheel of a car, other than traditional sale or lease of a car. Um, and and by the way, the model that he's talking about is actually starting to happen. Um, you have Ford has introduced this new Ford Pass. Uh, system and part of that is if I am a Ford driver and I'm signed up for this system I can and I'm going to the airport because I'm flying to Minnesota for you know three weeks I can drop my car in the parking lot at the airport and hit a button on my app and suddenly it's available to be picked up and rented so I'm not using it why not let somebody else pick up and use it and then that money flows its way back to me Um, it's a little bit of a different business model because like you said the money isn't going from a whole bunch of customers to a single uh, provider of service it's in changing hands and more like an Airbnb model, right? And yes, ARIA can manage all of that. I mean, what we are, and the reason we're talking about connected vehicle today is not because we designed... Of system for monetizing connected vehicles, what we designed was a recurring revenue management platform that can bill for anything. It can bill for anything in any number of sophisticated models, and it can do it based on measuring anything that you are able to measure about your business. Whether it's you know traditional sort of minutes, megabytes, or number of texts, or whether it's something like uh, hours driven on a public road from this time to this, we don't care. If you can measure it, you feed it into our system, and then our system will figure out who to bill for it for how much and when um so yeah
0: so that's how you help them so you just take the data where when how and then you come up and you say this is going to cost xyz you should then bill it for yzf
1: that's precisely what we do yeah
0: on 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 the subject of of mobile congress is this your first time here
1: is uh my company's been coming here for several years but somehow i've always had a conflict and never been able to make it to barcelona so yeah i'm thrilled to be here
0: so then your opinion would be as as a novice or as a first timer um looking around and seeing um all this technology and all the new trends what do you think um the prevailing one would be or where do you see things going Um, Let's take uh, connected cars or smart cars or, you know, self-driving cars, which we saw a lot of on the floor.
1: Well, at the end of the day, connected cars is just a subset of the larger discussion of the Internet of Things. In this case, the car is the thing, right? So connected vehicles of all sorts, are just it's just a specific set of applications within IoT. IoT is the thing that everybody's talking about here. I mean, and understandably, these are mobile network service providers. So this is what they naturally know. What I would say, though, is while the trend is certainly in favor of talking about this, Um, There still is a massive, massive reliance within the telecom industry on infrastructure that they built. 25 30 years ago which was designed to serve voice and then was expanded to serve data and text and that kind of stuff that the quad play or triple play um and they're just having i think a lot of these larger institutions while they're talking about machine to machine uh mobile to mobile iot connected vehicles uh they're looking in the back office of an infrastructure that is tired and isn't flexing the way they need it to uh, and that's why we're here. Um, so, uh, our interest in this show is to offer a modern, agile platform that can quickly and easily accomplish these more modern, sophisticated models um, as opposed to putting additional stress on the giant uh, machine in the back office.
0: Thank you so much for talking with us. I wish you the best of luck and I wish you to have fun. EFCARISTO. Para calopoli. This is going to take you to reporting from Mobile Work Congress in Barcelona. Stay tuned.